Angeles Fundraisers. I'm Don Lego. It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. Together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. So let's get going. Welcome back to um, our It's a Gift series with my co-host, Kristen. Uh, hi, Kristen. How are you doing today? Hello. So doing great to have you back. <laughs> so we started this in March and um, here we are one month later, how quickly the mm -hmm. months go by. Um, but I, I love this because we just get to talk about what's going on with generosity and our causes and missions out there. And uh, I just love having you on the show. I love co-hosting with you. So much going on in April, though. Have you seen that? It's crazy. I have seen a lot. It looks really like a good month. I'm super excited about it. I think it's an awesome like month to lead into the summer fundraising craze. And um, I've, I think there's a lot to be done. Yeah. A lot of work to be done. I don't know why April has got such a long list, but um, yeah, it's a big one. So it's nice to cast a little shine on what's going on, especially since um, there's just some, you know, general days like, you know, that April Fool's Day. Don't be playing any big fool, fools on me on fr what is that Friday? Don't I'm not going to. Okay, I please. do realize like when we send out emails, I'm like, should we be sending them out on April fools or will good people point. not take it seriously? Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Let's just skip know. that day. Yeah. I don't like pranks. Well, I do yeah. like them only if they're I not do. on me. Like when they're on I, somebody else, that's funny, but I not do me. I not like surprises. So <laughs> pranks are not my thing <laughs> i'm like i need to know my christmas presents beforehand presents. tell you me you peaked present. when you were a kid you didn't peak when you were a kid like are you kidding i you of did? course i did and i told my mom i knew who santa was when i was eight and then i stopped getting santa gifts so i was a little upset about that but Kristen, i don't like surprises i need to know so that i can anticipate and if I don't I, do it, well, I love, I love Mr. Claus and everything he represents and I believe wholeheartedly. And so I still get the gifts, which is kind Aww. of cool. <laughs> I lost them. Kristen. And tooth fairy money. My mom's a savage. <laughs> We're talking, uh-oh. Is your mom going to listen to Probably. this? Is she going to hear all this? Not a savage. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we do have a lot of fun things going on in April. It's actually Earth Day. Got to take care of your earth. Do you recycle, Kristen? What day is that? I, uh, it's absolutely. the 22nd. My mom's birthday. Big shout out to uh, Barbara Michaels. Happy birthday. It's my mom's birthday, birthday, April 22nd with Earth Day. But how are you doing with your recycling and all that good stuff? Good. I mean, I like have so much to recycle. I feel like I need to I need to be better uh, as far as like using too much plastic. Mm, yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. I get water bottles just because it's easy, but I, I just got a new fridge that now has water. So that's been a good transition in helping me like do less, but, um, I love earth day. I always think it's oh, who's in the background. I think somebody else likes earth day. <laughs> Which one poet. of your fur friends is that? That's poet. If you have Hi, someone to, to interrupt Protect you, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Poet can join the conversation. It's it's all good. Hey, so you're in Indiana, right? I'm in yep. I'm in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Are, do you do you have to bring your own bags now to the grocery stores? No, no, no. Indiana is way far behind on that, but we do have options of doing that. Yeah. So I think for me, that's changing mm. in May. And at first I was like, are you kidding me? But then I don't know. I go to Home Goods. And when you check out at Home Goods, shout out to Home Goods, um, they they have at the checkout, they have all these cool bags with, you yeah. know, scenes of, you know, Schwamps Elysees and 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 you just all yeah. these beautiful bags and they're, they're not expensive. And I'm like, you know what? I want to buy a half a dozen of them or so just leave them in my car. And like, that's really something, yeah. is it really that big of a deal for me to get my car, put some bags in there. And uh-huh. you know, like, is it really that it's, big? of? It's not, it's, it's just so not. nice actually. Cause they're like, they're like durable and sturdy. And so like, you're not like, I feel like my bags always rip when I'm at the grocery yeah. store, oh, when me I like too. double bag. So it's like, I think it's kind of nice. I hate paying for it right away. But then once I get over that initial and then remembering it, I hate that part too. <laughs> but once I get over that initial hump, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like this is yeah. a big bag. It's sturdy. It's well, nice. I'm with you because if, if I go to get milk, that gallon of milk will break yeah. the bag. So not yeah. only am I wasting one bag, mm-hmm. but I'm wasting two bags, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I come home and I throw them out and I'm like, well, it, it's the same effort. I'm taking yeah. the milk, I'm putting it into a bag. It's probably more effort because I'm double bagging it. So what's the difference yeah. if I carry a bag in? That's the only <laughs> difference. And then I'm putting, I'm still putting the milk in a bag. And yeah. It's just like not that hard. And look at what, look at, I wish I had some statistics. If, if, you know, a hundred people stopped, brought in their own bags, what does that do for the earth? Right. Well, I bet there is a statistic on that. I'm sure we should have looked that up before our podcast. All right. We'll have have to look that up for sure. There's the only loss I will say if I had to bring my own bag is that I won't have poop bags. And how will I like, I won't, I use the bags. I need them. (laughs) All right. Stored away in my bag drawer and I use them for the dog poop. Well, at least you're recycling. I mean, in one way, you know, you have to look at it that way. No, nothing goes to waste. No, nothing goes to waste. Uh, What else do we have going on in April? You know, it's National Volunteer Month. And so let's thank, you know, we're in the fundraising space. Um, Isn't it a great time to thank all of the volunteers that keep these missions and causes going and running and events and mailings and cleaning and everything that volunteers do to keep programming and fundraising alive. So let's take a moment to applaud and thank all the volunteers out there and fundraisers. If you didn't know that April was National Volunteer Month, well, now you know, and maybe it's a good month to do something for all your volunteers. That's actually like Like, that's a good point. I remember like when I, I worked with volunteers, um, when I was a community outreach manager and it wasn't like brought up enough, how much we appreciated it just because you're so busy and everything's moving so fast. And it's like, you give the appreciation, but having that one, one week of appreciation week where you can like set 
time dedicated to showing your appreciation and like rallying them back up. I think that's super important. And I think it's, it could definitely use some more light. I would love to see like people sharing TikToks on like behind the scenes volunteer work, behind the scenes, meet the volunteers and listening to their whys, you know, like that would be super cool. Like, why do, why do you volunteer? Because volunteering, that's your time, you know, like that's the biggest, like for me, like that's like such a love language to give my time. So like for volunteers, it's like, well, why did, how did you choose this? And why do you choose to do it? And you know, how long have you stories? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love what you said, because I think TikTok is such a, um, let's talk about that for a second, because we're both excited about TikTok. It's such a platform of authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. And we learned, you know, so so shout out to Kristen for um, a great presentation last week. We had a webinar. Um, on this very topic at one cause, and it was how to leverage TikTok for fundraising success, right? They're not 15 second dances anymore. TikTok is the go-to place for just about everything right now. Education on anything, um, messaging, but it's very easy and authentic. And you want to talk about that um, webinar from last week because you had a presentation and it was fantastic. And it was Oh my God, we had hundreds of people. It was great. It was really cool. Like the webinar in general, thinking about it because we have um, Gen X, we have millennial and Gen Z all talking. So we got three different generations, all different points of views and all different knowledge of technology, right? Social media, whatever. Everyone has different knowledge. Um, And we all have kind of played a different role. And I found it interesting um, talking like, like thinking about it on a nonprofit side and also on a supporter side, Um, like just like talking to them about how it's working for them. And then they brought up like donations and stuff and um, like the importance of connecting with people there. And I was thinking, as a user, I promote a nonprofit on my like profile page, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really thought about that that deep until this conversation and realizing that can open up so many gates. And then just in general, the little awareness and engagement that they're getting from tweets that they're getting from just real life conversations. Um, I really liked uh, Diana. Dana, I think with Dana Marlowe from I Support the Girls. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. And I really liked what she had to say about all of it. And I loved her like real examples. Like they were so easy. Authentic, easy. Yeah. Put your like, you're not, you don't have to brand this. I mean, you do in the back of your mind, like, like don't post anything outrageous that doesn't represent you, but you don't have to overthink it. And that's the point of TikTok. It can be 30 seconds. It can be 15 seconds. It's fast paced. It's digestible. It's reaching people that are interested in you naturally, organically. Like you don't have to do the work. It does the work for you. And so like this. Oh. Hey, poet. 
<laughs> so like this like entire webinar I thought was absolutely amazing and I'm super excited to see more nonprofits get on board and I hope everyone watches it and I hope that they get some good takeaways I think there are so many things that um so many good points that were made and also like so many questions came up I can't wait to answer you know like it truly Fantastic. Oh, how wait, just for our audience, because I think we've probably yeah. piqued their interest. How can they get it? Is it evergreen? Um, the recording, is it available on onecause.com? Yep, right? onecause.com on our webinar resource page. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. I mean, it, it it we had hundreds of people and the questions and the chat, I remember, just was um yeah. fantastic. And you're such an expert authority. Um Hey Johnson Lee at onecause.com if you want yeah. any TikTok tips. But um yeah, I think I think that's a fun platform. And back to the point, it's such a great place to um tell your stories about your volunteers and to speak to them, you know, through through, through yeah. a platform that's just fun, right? Actually, now that we're talking about it and thinking about it, um, one thing that has been popping up over and over like recently on my TikTok is actually autism with autism awareness month. That's very relevant, but also um, I've learned so much about autism and how, how like people don't know about it. And like, I didn't even know about it as much as I've learned like recently. And I think that's really cool. Like that's just another example of things just reaching people on a day to day and I'm learning and I'm engaging and I'm more like, I'm even more interested and excited to help organizations connected to that cause. Um, Well, April is actually autism awareness month and April 2nd is world autism day and we actually have um the doug flutie jr foundation on this very podcast just talking about living life to its fullest um because you know people are people and we kind of all deserve that right we have one go around and whether you know the neurodiverse um should have every opportunity as anybody else. And I think we miss that, that point. Sometimes there's such a separation, you know, of, um, you know, disabled, you know, just if you have challenges or disabilities, there seems to be that separation. But um, I love what the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation stands for in that they're like, well, whatever experiences are out there, let's let the neurodiverse population experience it too. And it's so simple, but yet so profound. Like in, you would think in the year 2022 that we're over that, right? Like yeah. that we, we kind of are, are accepting. I mean, yeah. personally, uh, you know, I'll share with you. Um, I do have a son with special needs and um, you know, I was um, at Grand Central Station my daughter, Alyssa, everybody knows my daughter, Alyssa by now, but my daughter, Alyssa had something going on, um, in New York. So I brought, I brought Michael along, Kristen, for, you know, the experience. Uh, He loves Madagascar. And so when he heard that he can go to Grand Central Station, (laughs) he wanted to go. Right. Um, I think he had a different view in his mind, like, you know, the Madagascar version of Grand Central Station. A little, 
Well, he, I don't think he was let. Yeah, I would say actually he was let down, but I think it was more like he didn't expect to. I, I think that he thought he was going to fa- see all of his favorite characters and not so many people buzzing. Mm. So it wasn't the best experience in the world. It was a little sensory overload, right? Yeah. He was having a hard time. But um, I was in line, Kristen, at the ice cream store, at the, at the ice cream, because like I was like, now, okay, what are we going to do? Right. You know, so I went to, you know, get some ice cream. He's having a really hard time. Lots of people, lots of moving. Everything's moving fast, talking fast. You could just imagine, right? So I had I had a grown woman, Kristen, behind me, and um, I'm I'm not having my best day, right? Like my son's having a hard time. It's a letdown experience. I'm not with my daughter who's doing something else, right? I'm carrying all this stuff. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my god, let me just get some ice cream and you know regroup. But I was a little bit separated from Michael. So any onlookers may may not connect us as being together. And Michael was just like a little bit agitated. The woman behind me kind of like nudged me and did this like eye roll and nod towards my son. Like, look at this guy and what's going on with him. And maybe there's something wrong with him. Kristen, it was such a low moment in my life, you know, because I, um, I got defensive. I was like mama bear. And then she finally said, um, do you know that person? Like with all these facial expressions. And I was like, yeah, he's my son. And then she, um, she dissed me. She like, then like turned her glance away and just like pretended I didn't exist. Oh my God. This is such a, this is such a real story. This is a hundred percent true. I'm probably going light on how dramatic it it was. And, you know, to all the people out there that are raising individuals with special needs, like my heart goes out to you because not only are you dealing with every single emotion that you could think of, but on top of it to, to not have support of your community and to have embarrassment and, and all of those other things is just unfair. So April's really important, right? Like we need to we need to not just be aware, but we need to be a little bit more accepting. It's just- yeah, absolutely. And like, like in that moment, what you needed is a word of kindness, whatever that is, like just kindness from someone just like, hey, it's OK, like or just like ignore, like ignore you or simply like don't put someone else down. I can't believe that that happened. That's, that's so hard. Like, I can't imagine dealing with that on the way that you do. And, and you know what, it happens all the time, really. That's just one example of many, but maybe the good news is April 11th is good deeds day, right? Ah. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's our opportunity to put one and two together, you know, like, and, and just, be that good deed. You know, there, yeah. there's just so much. We talked about this last month, right? Because there's just still, still so much judgment and discrimination in our world, despite every post, every newscast, every everything saying that we need to be inclusive, right? There's all this talk about inclusivity. 
just do a good deed, whether it's an elderly person, whether it's a special needs person, whether it's somebody that just doesn't look like you, it's okay. It's, it's okay. You you could be kind to them, right? Like, why not? Yeah. I mean, because I mean, as far as like how far we've come, it's like with, with these things that we're not accepting or we're seeing as negatives or however our view is it's just differences in humans and like the importance important thing is that we're all human and we're all different so where we fall on how different we are from you doesn't mean that we are lesser than you it means that we are different than you means that people with autism are different than you they learn differently than you and that's okay because everyone learns differently they, they socialize different, like whatever it is, you could tell me, um, there are differences in all of us and people just forget to kind of find that like connection of humanity and accept that. And if we could just do that as like a general, then I think everyone would just be happier here. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, what if we didn't have differences, right? What, what, what if we didn't have differences, we'd all be eating vanilla ice cream, right? Like, you know, it just, the difference, embrace the differences, right? Because there's a lot of ice cream flavors out there and girl, I like to mix my ice cream flavors. I like pistachio mixed with butter pecan mixed with, you know, I don't want to eat vanilla ice cream. Uh Right. So like, I don't know that there's any two people that aren't different. So just because they don't look like you or act like you or, you know, and of course we draw the line, you know, with maybe, um, you know, violence or aggression. Yeah. That kind of difference is not acceptable, but we have a judicial system for that. But, you know, just, I don't, I don't know. Like that you can't control are the ones that impact you so much. The differences you cannot control. Um, the one like in autism, those are differences that cannot be controlled. That is how they're born. Race, that is how people are born. Sexuality, that is how people are born, whether or not people agree with that. That is it. Like all these things are differences that you're born with. So it's just so important to remember that we're all human. But I like your humanity analogy. Um, and I was thinking, I have been on an ice cream binger this week. Uh-oh. What <laughs> kind of ice cream? Well, what kind do I eat now? Yeah. Like, I'm curious. Uh, I So I love a good Klondike bar, but not just your normal. Yes. I have the original, but I like the mint, the mint chip ones. But they're not. I like the crunchy, you know, when they have yeah. little crunchies in the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. The Heath. Those are good. Yeah. Um, I... I wasn't getting enough out of the Klondike bar this week. I needed a bigger bowl. So I bought a tub of mint and chocolate chip. And you like mint I, chocolate chip? I'm coming to your house. Uh-huh. Mm. And then I bought the magic shell to put on top. So <gasps> you did not. It was like wow. a Klondike bar is awesome, but I ate it all. But yeah. You know what I've been doing? Trying late because, you know, ice cream doesn't do great for my my figure, oh, you know, you don't have to worry about that. I do. But I've been doing um, chocolate covered frozen bananas is my little treat yeah i like that that's been my little hummus too that there is strawberries in so good yeah do you know it's okay 
fundraising world. I got to tell you a little secret about Kristen. Sometimes when we have internal meetings, she'll, she'll have her little breakfast, lunch, or dinner with her. And she's got the <laughs> best thing. She has turned, what was that one that you have? Like this granola with strawberries. Oh, yeah. And what what is that concoction? That's yeah. my, my steel cut oats with some yes. strawberries, brown sugar. Oh, the brown sugar. Right, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Of pecans. Pecans. Right, right, right. I stole that. I stole that from you. Yeah, it was really good. I was so, you know, I got Starbucks, but I normally have that every day. Oh, God. We're always shouting out to Starbucks, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the other thing about April is that it's the um, what, what comes after April is Mother's Day. Right. Mm-hmm. So. For the fundraisers out there, this is the best time of year to spin up a Mother's Day tribute or Mother's Day. Let's just think about it. There's not one mission or cause out there that doesn't have supporters who are moms or daughters or you know that 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 are celebrating Mother's Day in in some capacity. So you could so easily to spin up. Well, especially if you have the one cause, a little shout out there for one cause technology. But if you have a subscription that gives you the opportunity to do an auction or an online fundraiser, you can easily do that and and pay tribute to moms, right? Mm -hmm. A dollar donation and put up some kind of, you know, ticker message. Or um, we've been seeing a lot of um, holiday auctions with some of our um, partners here at One Cause, like Jewels with a Purpose, who have zero risk auction items. So um, it's just a great opportunity. So think about that. Um, Or a tribute to your volunteers because really um, April is, is, you know, uh, um, right before mother's day, April is for volunteers. So what a great way to spin up a fundraiser in tribute to all the moms and volunteers out there, yeah. incremental fundraising. So wanted to, wanted to throw that out there. No, that's important. And that's also like just in general, other than mother's day, like, when we talked about this campaign, I was like, oh yeah, like people can do this for any of these awareness, like bring it up like that in the no risk thing, like just allows you to do it without patient and also the footwork. Like the one stressful thing for me when, when thinking about fundraising was the footwork, like, oh, I can't do a campaign. That is way too much work. I got to find people to donate the items. I have to find this. I have to find that. Then I have to import all the data and then I have to run the event Then I have to get the stuff and get it to them. But exhausting free. You have, you told me you have support. You have support. I know. Well, I'll be honest. So Alyssa's foundation did just that. They have a, a, a Mother's Day tribute. It was super easy. They spun up a, an online site. They worked with one of the One Cause partners. They dropped in all of these great jewelry packages, handbags, sun, and like within a couple of hours had a fundraiser. They're running it the whole month long leading up to Mother's Day. People, you know, people have to shop for gifts anyway, right? Like think about it. You're, you're, you're trying to come up with something good, unique, different to honor your mom. Yes. You got the flowers and the chocolates and the, but you know, a nice piece of jewelry or sunglasses or a handbag. Yeah. And then to imagine that giving that gift to your mom and saying, Hey, listen, you know what? This is not, not available in stores. It's only to the nonprofit community, but um, in buying this gift for you, I was able to make a donation to a cause. Mm-hmm. It's like a double gift, you know, it's like yeah. two gifts in one. Just yeah, super that's cool. Like, 
That's so, that's really cool. I love, yeah. I loved talking about that. I'm looking at what else it what else is going on in general this month. And um, here's a fun one: uh, Immunodeficiency Awareness Month. Immunodeficiency Awareness Month. Wow, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. But. That is probably a really important one since we are, you know, just coming out of this pandemic. Like, let's not yeah. think about those, those people that have gone through quite like everyone went through a heck of a few years, but yeah. Immunodeficiency. I mean, what a scare for them. We were all scared. I never experienced anxiety in my life like I did those early March, April, May days yeah. of 2020. And um, and I don't, you know, I, I really um, have a new awareness for those people that suffer from anxiety because it's not something that I, str- I personally struggled with my whole life. Um, but I did have temporary, you know, I I, I, I don't want to I don't want to say like I had anxiety. I I think I had some of those feelings that are symptoms, you know, of anxiety during that period. I think we all did. Right. And um, I can't imagine just what we were feeling and then knowing that you were deficient, you know, your immune system was deficient on top of that. I can't imagine the scare that I would have had because I was scared. Crazy. Um, Like, that's when, so when it started, uh, my, that was when Tiffany, my partner was, uh, like her kids oh. came back and it had spread. And so she was going through chemo again. She went through then, um, more radiation. She went through all of that. And I'm thinking, I was like, so anxious all the time, bringing food into the house. Like what is going to happen? That's not going to go well, especially with her being so sick. It was like scary. It was scary every single day, like scary going to the hospital, scary going, well, we didn't go anywhere except for the hospital, but we still had to go there every day. So it was crazy. I have, I mean, I have generalized anxiety. I've had it my whole life, Mm -hmm. but this just like was a completely new, new world. Yeah. New universe. It was an alternate universe for sure. Yeah. When did Tiffany pass? I don't Um, know. August, 2020. Oh God, Kristen. Mm -hmm. I know know. it is, it was, I can't believe that that happened at the beginning of COVID. And I remember like watching, I remember like saying, I think this is going to be like in the US next. Like I remember watching that far out, right? Mm-hmm. I remember sitting there with her and being like, oh, like when it hit, when it came to the States, then us talking about it, then ch- it changed the whole hospital experience and what that was like. Um, like, you know, we have our dog, we got our dog Asher. He came to the hospital and stuff with us. He would sleep in the hospital. Uh, he was a su- emotional support for her. It was mm-hmm. Because she was in the hospital all the time. 
but oh, God. then he couldn't come anymore. And then I couldn't come anymore. So I'd just sit and work in the car and like wave up to the window. Oh God, Kristen, <laughs> you're killing me. It was hard. It was hard experience. And I, I know that, you know, there's so many, I would be in the parking lot and there was a line full of all of us caregivers just in the parking lot doing the same thing, you know? And so I know like there's so many people that went through that too. And it just, you know, that, that hurts. That's, that's hard. Everyone went through so many different things. Yeah. But to be sick and to, you know, I know she needed you and you needed, you needed to be there for her and, you know, COVID separating you is just. Mm -hmm. Well, when it was, um, when, they realized that she was closer to not being around to dying. Um, I started being able to go up with her to keep her um, company when she was getting fluids, but that was maybe the last two weeks of her life. And then she went into hospice and then I was there all the time, obviously. Yeah, we know you are. We went, <laughs> yeah. we went through that with you. I feel like I'm going to cry. Uh, um, we can have a moment of silence for Tiffany, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tiffany, you're missed a lot. I'm sorry, Kristen. It's okay. It's okay. It, um, it's hard every single day, um, but it has like brought so much passion into, you know, like we connected on passion and stuff and nonprofits and like giving back. And so it's brought me into more passion. Like mm -hmm. I've talked before, I know I talked last time, like, like cervical cancer awareness, like getting that out there. Like, that's why, like, she really pushed me to apply for one cause. She was like, that is everything that you believe in. Like, and I was like, yeah, that is what I want to do. And she's like, you would absolutely love that. Like, don't just use your skills in one thing when you can use them for so many nonprofits. And we are, we're always, trying to do more and like it, it feels, you know, good that I'm still doing that. It's like still having a piece of her, you know, well, we carry a piece of, of Tiffany for sure yeah, on for our sure. marketing team. Right. Absolutely. We talk about her a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to say a silver lining. That's just a bad choice of words, but you know, we do have Taryn in our lives now, yes. which is amazing. Yes, is. And we do have you part of the marketing team. I don't know what we would do without you. We're res you're, you're responsible for a lot of our campaigns and um, our new media and it's just such a blessing. So um you know, I guess life goes on and we do find some golden nuggets even Absolutely. after, Absolutely. after the sadness. Yeah. Um, well, I think we've wrapped up yeah. April pretty much. I, I always love talking to, you know, to, to our audience out there. Um, this was a podcast was really um, a dream for both mm -hmm. Kristen and I. And, you know, I started off um, in front of the scenes with Kristen behind the scenes when we launched this together um, in September with our raise conference. Hey, big shout out to raise. We're going yes. back to Chicago. Raise. Yep. Check it out. So but um, now, you know, I, I, I don't touch behind the scenes. That's all Kristen, but I'm so glad Kristen has joined me, you know, um, um, as a co, uh, a co-host, but 
we want to hear from you, right? Sure. From all we want, what, what do, do you want to hear? Yeah. What do you, what do you want to know? What topics do we need to cover? What yeah. content, what stories, if you're out there listening and you'd like to be a guest on the show, hit either one of us up. We really, we want to talk to you, keep the conversations going, keep them real, keep them authentic. So, um, She's Kay Johnson Lee at onecause.com. I'm DLego at onecause.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Right, Kristen? I would love that. Absolutely. Yes, keep it going. Give us all your questions. And if you want to join us, please, let's, let's have some coffee and talk fundraising. Yeah. Sure. Well, we are going to meet again next month. Um, we thought April had a big lineup. <laughs> Wait till you see May. You know, we touched on Mother's Day already, but mm -hmm. there's an even bigger lineup in May, like Mental Health Awareness Month. But we'll save that conversation um, until we meet again, probably 30 days from now. We drop new episodes every Thursday, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Um, Kristen's very diligent about that. Absolutely. So um, we will probably catch you again in um another another month or so um kristen anything to add before i do our little uh, outro nope keep on fundraising that's all right well fearless fundraisers that's about all we have time for today thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed today's raise nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration kristen and i are always just <laughs> Very excited to talk anything fundraising. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Thursdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. In the meantime, though, be sure to listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, um, and of course at onecause.com. Follow the channel that you like the best so that you can get notifications about all our new guests and episodes. We know that all you fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Your stories are awe-inspiring, and so we, we don't want to miss a single episode. I'd like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Check us out, onecause.com. And visit the resource tabs. We talked about Kristen's webinar, TikTok webinar. You'll see that resources, webinars, and then go to the TikTok one. You won't want to miss that, that um, evergreen session. Um, we also have a broad catalog of eBooks and blogs, and of course, the Raise Nation Radio po podcast. Kristen, thank you. I love doing this uh, show with you. Um, thanks for your authenticity Absolutely. and just contributing. We're going to um, do this again next month, same yeah, time, same place. Great. I truly enjoyed our conversation. Um, so audience, connect with us. We'd love to have you on the show. Until then, that's a wrap. She's Kristen. I'm Dawn. This is Raise Nation Radio. Stay fearless out there. Mm -hmm.